You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Welcome to Axe to Grind. It's going to sound like uh, I'm f- I'm falling down a stairwell today for at least the next few minutes as uh, uh, friends from New York Combust are doing a line check directly above my head. And the snare drum always sounds the same. I don't understand drummers. They do that shit and it never changes. Yeah. Well, listen, <laughs> you only have to hit it once, B. Uh, we're going to do our best here, everybody. We should clear up in a moment. Uh, these are the uh, perils of the road. Welcome to Axe to Grind, the hardcore podcast. I'm Patrick. I'm Bob. And I'm Tom. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, yo, uh, quick, we'll get right into it. Thank you to our sponsors. Thank you to Close Casket Activities. Bam, drum sound. Thank you to To Live a Lie. Symbol uh, Crash. Thank you to Convulse Records. Uh, Piccolo Snare. Thank you to Run for Cover Records. Floor Tom. Oh, there you go. I liked it. Uh, you know, all these folks have online presences. Uh, we tell you go buy their things. It's also interesting, fun, and nice to follow them. Follow them on social media. Go check that out. If you're feeling just curious or haven't touched base with any of these labels in a minute, uh, reconnect via their band camps or you know re- respective locations. Uh, they all have new stuff going on. Keeping it tight today because of the nature of the episode, but we genuinely appreciate the support as we appreciate yours. Uh, go support us at Patreon, patreon.com slash to grind podcast, something like that. I don't know. Find it. Uh, guys, how you doing? How you feeling? Uh, outside of the inconvenience of uh, my life, uh, which is being on the road uh, currently in... in uh, All right, Bob Seger, relax. <laughs> Listen, Tom, you know that there's a couple things that are annoying about being on the road. One of them is that when people say, okay, what about this time? You can with no confidence say yes. You can say yes, but not with any confidence. Like if you guys yeah. say, okay, what about 4.30? I go... That should make sense. And that's the best I could do for anybody is that uh, should make sense. Typically, Tom, I am a, uh, I'm a pretty schedule. I like schedules. I like times. You know, I like, I like more so than liking them. I like to be on time for the people in my life. You know what I mean? And to yeah. be early, you know, I mean, I just, I'll do whatever, whenever, as long as you go, it's between this time and this time. I just know not to, like, then I'll yeah. get, I'll do my, my, I'll live life before that. And then I'll wait around for Patty pro to show up. However, I just hate the scattershot thing. But yeah, the scattershot I would rough. think Patty being like drug charge. I've seen these fucking videos. You're a professional national act. <laughs> yeah. I would think there's like wait, some, wait, wait. Wait a Some second. modicum of like, you know, all right, you know, we're checking out of the hotel at 1030, you know, we'll, we'll, you know, 
were stopped. Like, you know, when the net, like, I was in a fucking shitty punk band that were like, we just drove until we were like bleary eyed and been like, I hope we can get a hotel that we're not going to get our stuff robbed. You know, like, you leave Toronto tonight, you're going to eat fucking some Horton's fucking coffee or whatever, and then you know where you're staying. Like, I feel like you're way more regimented than any tour I've ever been on. So, like, that's why I don't, you're like, we may be arriving at like 6.30 or could be like 11 a.m. I don't really know. I'm like, how the fuck? Because I feel like you have a tour manager for that. L- listen, uh, we, tour manage se- we tour manage ourselves. Uh, he does hey. an excellent job. He does an excellent job. But is he it- a drummer? Yes, it is. Uh, but but this shit is. Uh, I mean, look, I'm in a thousand cap room with fucking ass Wi-Fi. I want you to think about that. A thousand cap room. We can't. A hundred bucks a month is too much. Is that what's going on? Mm. Come on, Opera House. You're dropping the ball, man. Well, so uh, working on a uh, a new house and a lot of projects, and recently a conversation about like when is the date when is the move-in date so i am somewhat sympathetic to patrick's struggles of like when is the time you know because it's sort of a moving target it's like hey for every thing that stays on the tracks there's like three things where it's like oh well when we tore up that floor we found this and had to deal with that so it's right. um, bobby needs taco bell I, I know i need taco bell you know well so. oh, you know what i meant bobby meaning like band bobby like i didn't i wasn't calling you <laughs> I just well like, i mean I, to be honest you can tell where my head's at because i kind of need some taco bell right now but you're right the unexpected right patrick's i was yeah. the border pat uh the only the second time in our career as a band that we got waved through whoa waved through wow did you go yeah, from they, windsor or through windsor uh, the just above Detroit. I don't think the southernmost Detroit border. If there's a northern, because I, I made the band go an hour out of the way to a, like a bougie Whole Foods. Uh, here, Tom, you might Patty enjoy this. Whole Foods. Here's my new line, Tom. If you want tonight to be like a movie, it's got to have catering. That's it. You know? Hey, you know what? I, you've seen those movie sets. The catering setup is pretty nice, and it's all like healthy. Like, let me get an orange. I I honestly hummus. think. I honestly think the only reason I can compete as like a guy who's getting a little bit older is that I'm not eating fast food. I mean, that totally makes sense. I mean, you know, my line is when when people make fun of me, like I carry stuff, even though they like to make believe I don't. I mm. say I don't carry equipment. I carry the band. Yeah, yeah there's that. no chance. I'm ca- I, I carry things when other people start like when other bands start judging me. Oh, so you do it out of peer pressure, not out of like love for your fellow band members. No, I, I, when we get to a venue, I immediately go to the bathroom and ignore everyone. You have like an IBS situation? What's going on now? No, Tom, the boys in Combustor are these are your dudes. Is that right? Yes. All right. How much of a proper soundtrack or what? They how much of, yeah, come on. Come on. <laughs> what's going on here? I thought this was a yeah. hardcore band. What's happening right now? It is. I mean, hey, you know, it's their, you know, their first night on the tour. They got to make sure they got their P's and Q's. I guess so. Um, we'll consider this. We'll consider this uh, live on Extra Grind. Combust. Yeah. See, see, uh, Andrew. When you listen to this, remember we were going to have you guys on. Well, now we just did. We heard snare sounds great. Your vocals <laughs> sound awesome. Here we go. Hell yeah. I um, do love. Yeah. There is now. There is a shirt beef going on between Drain and Combust. Really. It's pretty awesome. So like Combust had a shirt that's like making fun of the the Cupid doll. Yes. 
Oh, and so like they have their clown like choking the the shark covered, you know, like the co- yeah. cupid doll in the shark. So their shirt is like a clown, um, like choking it for this tour. Hmm. So then I don't know somehow. I don't know who who sold them out, but they mm. um they made a shirt um where it's the guy from the Killing Time cover and the Cupid doll pointing at the the combust uh, clown and like they're making like the symbol like the combust clown has a small penis <laughs> and it, and and combust has a song that's called play uh, that the lyric is play the big game so the song is the shirt is called play the small game. Wow, and it wow. even has like the the CK on the door of the 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 um like just like the bright side cover. Yeah, wow, dude, it's fucking fantastic. Pat, they got a, on a double X. Hook up your boy. I'll see what I can do. Uh, <clears throat> you guys want to talk talk briefly about this? I I don't know if uh, kind of tour report is uh, worthwhile. We got a, pe- a lot of people that listen to this stuff ten months from now. Uh, but if we if we want like a quick uh, a joker. Uh, I, I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna say, drain. <laughs> very much for real. I. This is no disrespect to them. This is just I did not know. Uh, you know that like, you never know if something's real until you're in in the face of it, right? Yeah. And like, and I'd heard. You know, obviously I'd heard the music. I'd seen them, but I didn't know if because the rooms that some of these rooms are really big, and I I didn't know if. Frankly, they could pull it off. You know, I, right. I, was, uh, I don't know if I was a skeptic, what the squeeze would I, be. Yeah, yeah. What's the juice? What's the squeeze? We, we I, I needed to put. I needed to put my uh, for the Catholics, uh, lapsed Catholics in our listenership. I needed to put my my fingers in in Jesus's wound. You know what I mean? To say, mm, oh, okay. Mm, is this, I was mm. doubting. I was a doubting Thomas. And yes, yes. Uh, oh, I've read yo, that before. The, <laughs> yo, the, 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 <laughs> uh, the, it's real. People are at these shows. It's fucking those videos insane for drain. So, so this is this is uh, typically I don't you know we do show reviews things. It's kind of nice. It's nice to like mark moments in time with those. Sometimes bigger, sometimes smaller. Uh, We should talk a little bit about Tide Down Fest. Shout out to them. Seems like a great time. We'll get into that, but more so because you asked the question, Patrick. Don't know how much we want to get into it. I want to get into it because. I've seen from, you know, kind of a myriad of places, people say this feels like a moment, like this drain tour, which is drain, drug church, fill me in on the rest of the main support who are out on this whole thing, because I know it's rotating. I think Magnitude's a part of it. I know Gel's a part of it. Who else is uh, MS Paint is a part of it, right? Gum That's was right. on it, right? Combust. Gum was on it, right? Combust Gum's, is joining Gum's, right now. Gum's going to be on it. It's a, it's That's a. Right. Uh, a lot of cool bands, honestly. Uh, uh, Torreno was on our first day; was their last day. Oh, I guess right. in a couple of days. Yeah. Uh, so, it, so it's it. It seems as though Drain is uh, riding the wave, doing really well. Uh, obviously, Drug Church. We we are fans and supporters, and think you guys are playing a part in it too. But that everyone is eating on this tour in the way that's like, hey, this has been good for everybody, and it seems like just great energy. Is that is that fair? I mean, you have been so positive this whole tour. It's it's been sort of shocking. Well, I, yeah, I'm not I used fe- to it. I yeah. feel like I feel like I'm watching uh, Hatebreed in 1997. Uh, it it hmm. feels like uh, I'm watching a band graduate to uh, a bigger space in a, a uh, 
a way that people just I, it's just a really nice thing to to be a witness to or a small part of. It's it's uh, very happy for them, uh, and just also very impressed. You know, like I don't know. As we've discussed a million times, it's like uh, you kind of uh, you're in competition with everybody in music. You know, that's like you want to be doing better than than everybody. It's like just kind of an orientation that you have, but. You're a damn fool if you're not wishing everybody else good luck as well. You know what I mean? So, so, so it's, uh, it's just, it's, I, I don't want to say I got, a, I got emotional. We got to talk about how I got emotional at trapped under ice yesterday. <laughs> yeah, let, oh. let's get to that in a second because I want to talk about that. But, but I also want to unpack a thing because I think sometimes people hear us. The three of us have kind of uh, uh, we share some things. We don't share a lot of things, but we share some things. And one of them is the idea of like. Uh, competition in an inward looking thing where I see other people and go, okay, I want to do better, not to be better than them, but to be the best version of myself because I think I can do great. You know what I mean? Right. You want to hear it? Drain actually has the best message of, uh, you know, obviously I, I grew up on and still continue to love bands like earth crisis that have very, uh, kind of cogent and, and, uh, specific messages. Sure. Uh, but, Drain has the message that I think is maybe most important for a gateway band, mm. which is the only thing they really say on stage. That's of a, a of a it's not political, I suppose, but it's a, it's it's of a, a ki- kind of a, a worth putting in your pocket nature. Uh, hey, we were playing uh, in front of eighty people last time we played this room, and yep. now now there's eleven hundred, and we're. <sighs> We're not kings of anything. We're not special. If we can do this, you can do this. Right. Yo, that is a that is the type of message that inspires a lot of kids to pick up a guitar. And that's it, right. And it's nice to be around, man. It, it, it's uh, it's got a very, you know, it's funny. Uh, I won't say who, but a, uh, an an acquaintance, I think, of you fellas, and a friend of mine for many years. Sure. Uh, I did a fill in. Uh, with a band that that uh, played with Drain, and, and after the second day, he said he texts a friend and he goes, "Yo, is this a bit?" You know, <laughs> the guy hit him back and said, "No, that's really who they are." And he goes, "Yo, that's wild. I never thought I'd see people this positive again in my life." Right? They're so stoked. <laughs> yeah, it's so, awesome. So that's that's the idea. Is this idea we talk about competitive, blah 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 blah, competitive space, etc. It doesn't mean that you're competing, trying like if they don't, if I want it, I want to take it from them. I want to. It's more internal, and so keep that right spirit. You're not boxing everybody out. You just want no, to no. The look at what you Drain's want to be doing. number one. Of course, but, but but can you do it? And and I will say, Drain's a great example of it. Uh, they might be number one, uh, but they didn't step on anyone's neck to get there. Yeah, no. that's cool. I mean, that's bring, cool. You know, that this tour was put together so well, like. They could have done them and another band, and that would have been it. But like, well, well that's the other thing, right? So, so, so you want to uh, let's talk about that competitive, but but uh, uh, not predatory. Everyone eats, right? yeah, so, that's right. So, so it's you don't you don't pull away the ladder. That's it. You know what I mean? Like you can't do everything for everyone, but you don't pull away the ladder when you get something. It's like, yeah, yeah, come on, this is how I did it, and yep. I think that that's. Uh, that's just it's like I said it's cool to be around. Uh, the shows so far have been 
truly great. Uh, you know, we didn't, uh, our only misgiving about doing this tour was that the, the, the hype, the, the, just the fucking energy around drain is so extreme that we thought, uh, is it going to be one of those situations where, you know, people arrive early to buy merch and, uh, kind of look through every other band, you know? Right. Right. Uh, but it's really not that it's not that cynical flipper sort of vibe. I'm sure we'll, I'm sure we'll see some flippers, but it's not, it's not that vibe. It, it's uh it's very cool. Like the people that are coming are coming to have a good time. And it seems like they're there from the rip, like from doors till the end. They are. So, cool. so yeah, I mean, uh, well, really quick. What's been the best show of tour so far? Uh, I had a great time in St. Louis. Uh, mm-hmm. Great time, but uh, I think Chicago, by by any standard, uh, I mean all the shows have been good. I, I got nothing better to say. But the Chicago show was just such a big room, and uh, a thing that maybe we should talk about. Not talk about. Is it something that we should not talk about? If you kind of open the door for, I, I a, a subject that's come up a bit is liability, right? Okay, uh, because we're both drain on this tour and drug church in, in the capacity that we've been able to up to this point really are trying very hard to have shows that are fun. And part of that is no barrier. And uh, (laughs) that means that you are, by the way, everybody let's talk about that really briefly. If you don't like uh, where a band is playing in your town, but it's a no barrier show, it's yeah. entirely possible that that is the only non-barrier venue in a hundred miles. Yeah. <laughs> and, right. That could do its show with this, this size. And yes. And, and listen, I've liked all the venues so far. I got nothing bad to say, but I, I just, uh, I, I know that their booking agent had to put in additional work to make, to find oh, the venues. Because oh yeah. People just, you know, people straight up say to you, Hey, you're not, Good luck. You're not finding that venue in this town. And yeah. So then, let me let me let me put this really quick, and I'm going to put my name on it as someone who's in no worry of having to play any of these venues or any venue anytime soon. Uh, I don't think it's a cool show if there's a barrier. Full stop. Let me say it even more. I don't think it's a hardcore show if there's a barrier. Full stop. Does that mean hardcore bands don't play shows with barriers? No. If fucking hardcore bands play shows with a barrier, it happens sucks happens has to happen it's been happening since well before any of the three of us have gone to shows true that said i will take a show with no barrier over a show with a barrier and you can even hit me with whatever amenities and i say this at the advanced age where i would like a place to go chill i would like a sit down zone but if you're telling me there's a barrier or no barrier and and you go bob which one's going to be more fun the answer is easy. It's the venue with no barrier. Yes. It's of just, course. But I mean, just sometimes I don't think it's just, it's just not. It's just not possible. It's, it's just not Fox. possible. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, but I'm just. Have the choice of, unless you're a band that you're like, don't touch me. If you're worried well, about you should get touched, then maybe you do want a barrier. Well, and, and I'm just saying this. I'm saying this. Uh, I'm Bob is saying this. I don't want you guys to feel if you play shows with a barrier because just by choice. That's whack. 
<laughs> that's not a hardcore vibe. It just sucks. Yeah. And 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 I don't want to be a dickhead about it, but I, I think it's like one of those weird things that we're slowly slipping into this space because a band like Turnstile, who let me just say this, Turnstile is a hardcore band. They're playing fucking arenas at this point. They're big. It's it's weird. So I think there's and and then bands like Drain, yo, Drain's playing these giant venues. Drug Church, you're playing bigger and bigger shows. All these bands, hardcore, fucking adjacent to it, whatever, whatever. And scowl, et cetera, et cetera. <sighs> hardcore bands end up playing non-hardcore shows or play shows or play festivals. There's a barrier. Or get stuck. Like Tom was saying, sometimes there's no choice. If a band hits a certain size, you know, it's 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 one of the crux evils of hardcore having a little moment here or whatever people want to say where it's like, oh, shit, is an entire generation of kids going to get accustomed to standing behind a barrier and not knowing like, uh, yo, yeah. come, come jump off this fucking stage. Right, right. And bands it's, want, you know, like, bands want money. A, yeah. Which is also right. yes. like and doesn't get good, factored into stuff. Hundred percent. Like I mean, and, could well, drug church also- go to a, a, the similar venue with a barrier and probably get more money from like the big bad, you know, whoever you know, booking company? Probably. I'm sure Drain didn't take all. You know, like there's money left on the table by playing some of the places they're playing to ensure that it was an all ages, non barricaded show. Yes. Oh, sure. And you know what I mean? Like that's everybody. I mean, all those bands do. Everyone's got to like you know you. you <laughs> they do it almost to their financial detriment to make sure that people have a good time. That's right. And th- there's this other factor that uh, bands like Turnstile, bands like Knock Loose, they they have insurance, their own individual insurance uh, outside of what the venue provides. Uh, smaller do they bands really? Not. Yeah, smaller bands. I never not. knew that. Um, and uh, trying to. Uh, I've been having a t- conversation with some mutual friends about uh, they, uh, trying to find a reasonable rate for it because uh, it, it's, you know, we it, I, to us in drug church, it's always, a, you know, some people think we're a hardcore band. Some people think we're not. We don't even get bogged down in the conversation. We just recognize there is no comparison between a barrier show and a non-barrier show. There's just, it's just, it's a, there's no ethic. There's no ethic at play here. You know what I mean? It's just, uh, no. What is more fulfilling to play as a musician, uh, and to watch as a a crowd yeah, member? Hundred. Well, and and yo, you know what? I mean, I guess I could see a musical style where that proximity or like closeness or or lack of separation of artists and stage might matter less, right? But when you're talking about you know an active based music thing, damn. Like, like, yo, yeah. like, do you want a drug church show where no one can move? No, right? No. No, and, and look, there, there's also, there's a million factors to, you know, as you said, what kind of band are you? Like, uh, uh, dudes keep running on stage and kissing me. That's that's not for everybody. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, like, that's not, maybe that somebody. That is for Pat, though, so please continue at every. <laughs> maybe somebody doesn't, doesn't isn't looking for that in life. I uh, didn't even know about this narrative. I, I do like the weird angle of you being some sort of, uh. Modern Morrissey, good, good on you. Uh, you know what? The uh, here's a crazy one. Kids no longer uh, take the microphone for a single line; mm-hmm. they take it for full verses now. Oh, it's, main it, character. It's it's. Here's the thing. I I could use the rest. It's wild. But I, all I'll ask is if uh, if anybody just listening to this does that at a show, uh, you got to hand the mic out too. You got to be a proper front person. 
it, it's it's uh yeah it's not it's just not, your show that's right uh, you gotta know which parts to say the the crowd wants to sing along to yeah you gotta yeah. dial it in and uh, to their credit like there's been a couple kids that i've thought holy shit this kid's off on uh, in their own world and then there's other kids that are maybe maybe not as good front person as me but you know at least uh you know they're hold, holding their own yeah they're doing their work um so yeah i uh I don't know. It's just a, a, a thing um, regarding the whole barrier, not barrier. Uh, you know, obviously the people on this podcast are going to have an orientation on this, but uh, it is uh, just, if you don't know, if, if you're listening and you think it's just happenstance that there's no barrier at a show, I assure you it is. There's, not a, lot, there's a lot of emails and yes. hemming and hoing and arguing and yes, it's not it's easy. Just- so keep it in mind, everybody, and be appreciative, uh, particularly of Drain, who who uh, could have gone the other way on that and and uh, made their life and their booking agent's life a little bit easier, and and uh, instead are having the litest shows imaginable. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, my th- my concern too, and Pat, mm-hmm. I don't know if this ever comes up, and Bob, please, you know, mm-hmm. like you guys, you and you and Sammy, it's really kind of um, inspire people to act in a reckless way. Uh, well, let's like Tom. Let, let, for, for, does that cause you? I mean, like, I wonder if you'd be mm-hmm. more um, responsible if someone, like, if someone staged over and hurt themselves, God forbid, but you didn't ask them to. You'd be like, well, I didn't ask for that, so you might be off the hook. But like, if you were like more stage dives, the first yeah. person who does it falls and like breaks their ankle. Yes. Uh, now, of course, what if that ever uh, comes up? Because some of the stuff I see people do, I'm like. Dude, this is so fucking reckless. Yeah. So at this at this at this volume of people. So everybody listening, so you understand, Thomas setting me up to be sued. Uh, so so everybody understands. <laughs> no, no, I'm Every, trying not to. Everybody <laughs> I'm understands. I'm trying to like dial it back a little bit. I, uh, there's a lot of people who in this life who will settle with you. Uh, when you come at them with, uh, like, let's let's say I say stage dive, and then you stage dive, uh, and then you break your ankle. There's some people in this life who would settle with you if you took them to court. I am not among them. <laughs> you, you are your own individual. I have no mind control powers. Uh, I'm not paying you. Uh, there is no reason for you to do anything except for what you want to do. And... That is a hill that I will die on in a court of law. But uh, here's what I will say, Tom. Uh, I'm at some of these shows. I'm trying to not uh, necessarily uh, give directives, but like the other day, the the uh, I think it was Chicago. There there was a, a kind of a, a shout out to the security. They they did not trip out, and it, it was a safe show. But uh, and really, shout out to the ponytail dude who. Uh, had you guys seen this? No barrier, but he's standing in what would be the barrier zone, looking oh. toward looking towards the crowd who is crushing him, while he gets kicked in the head by stage divers every two seconds. So, shout out to that guy for your service. Uh, wow! But, but here's the thing: uh, there was uh, there, there, an unavoidable uh, railing that uh, some people that wanted to stage dive into the kind of periphery might bang their self on. I'll, I'll draw attention to that shit knowing that, Hey, you're going to stage dive. So just do it correctly. Or mm. uh, St. Louis, 
uh, had a, a low girder, a low gir- a low metal girder with no no sort of. Uh, uh, it was a stage that Chuck Berry. For people that people are going to know this room, it's called the Duck Room. It's uh, Chuck Berry played there like every third Wednesday for 150 years. Uh, it, it is. Uh, it's meant Watch for Chuck Berry. It's not careful <laughs> in that bathroom, boy. <laughs> Thank you, Tom. I didn't reference it at all on stage, and I so wanted how tough to. was it? <laughs> it was tough. Like they got cameras in the bathrooms everywhere. <laughs> so, anyway, uh, but uh, low girder, and uh, you know, I'll draw attention to that sort of stuff. Uh, but anyway, uh, whatever. I'm going to say thus far on this tour. It's been a lot of different types of people at these shows, including a lot of young people. And uh, there has been a very good vibe of that type of community shit where it's people really looking out for each other. Uh, Whatever, whatever, look, I'm not saying anything people don't know. And the fellas in Turnstile know this too. Uh, Public sentiment in subcultures shifts on a dime. And what's mm-hmm. what's cool today is derided tomorrow. Uh, now, Turnstile's already made their legacy. That you know, there's nothing anybody can say that really matters. But somebody will eventually start popping that shit. Uh, I'll say that whatever whatever people ever say about Turnstile is the vibe that they have ushered in in the last few years is one of the like and people try to paint it like oh the new kid is clueless listen you can say the new kid is not a good stage diver yet but the new kid has the natural inclination to pick up the other new kid when that other new kid falls and that is right. very important <laughs> so right. I, i'm i'm loving the new kid i'll be honest <laughs> i'm yeah, not new mad kid's at him. Not punching down from the stage on random correct. people waiting to watch yeah correct uh mm. so i so I, i'm i'm feeling that that's one part of the vibe. And you guys know me like I, 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 I'm in drug church. I'm, I'm very happy to, to uh, be a gateway band. I'm happy to play in front of people that maybe don't know a lot about what we talk about on this podcast. Uh, but my, but my own, uh, my own sort of tastes uh, lean. I, I don't know if you'd say more refined, just uh, lean more experienced. And, and uh, uh, but all that said, I, I mean, there's nothing better than being at a show where you can rely on people to to do the thing that's not going to stop the show. You know, <laughs> like mm. if I'm just if I could just put it in very selfish terms, like everybody's doing the right thing on this shit. Yeah, big fan of shows not stopping. It's cool. Good, good, good vibe. <laughs> um, no, it's that's the energy that's going. So I, I think even the most uh, cynical or critical uh, hardcore fella uh, has to appreciate the, the vibe of these shows. But why don't we play devil's advocate for a second? Just for, for shits and giggles. Right. I mean, Patrick, you're good at this. Yeah. Put, put yourself in the hater seat for us. Me and Tom will, <laughs> will see. What, what, what could a hater look at this from the outside and uh, negatively feel about these shows. Okay. Uh, Sammy. Because I'm struggling. Tom, are you struggling to find anything negative about these shows? No, I could find some. Okay. All right. All right. Well, <laughs> I, I believe it, but I could see yeah. where someone like who's like, you know, 
You, you and you and Pat lead the way here. Tom, why don't you kick? Oh, Pat, kick us off. Tom, you next. Okay. Uh, Sammy and I talked about it yesterday. Uh, if you if uh, Drain is not yet playing in front of a thrash crowd, uh, if you are a thrash purist of any type, if you're a crossover fan of any type, whatever, if that's your lane, uh, this this might seem to a general audience for you. You might say that these kids, why are these kids here? They don't like anything else that sounds anything like this. Now to me, a person that plays music, at least somewhat as a career, uh, what I told drain and what I would say to anybody is that's awesome, man. This is a cool opportunity to make those people into fans of this music for their entire life, or at least fans of you for their entire life. That's awesome. Now, and I think that that's what they believe and that's what a well-adjusted person would believe. (laughs) But I also think that there's plenty of maladjusted people out there who are kind of genre, you know, elitist or whatever word we want to use. And it's possible that they would uh, view this as uh, uh, kind of soft target shit. Mm, So, so a thrash purist could, yeah, I think a thrash, a metal purist, I mean, I'm a hardcore purist and sure. a hardcore purist. Sure, sure, sure. Um, and which is also I, funny though, because like thrash is mostly hokey. Yes, <laughs> yeah. yes. So, like yeah, yeah. of all the things to be like, yo, wait a minute, right? It's like <laughs> Anthrax wore fucking Hawaiian shorts. Yes, right, right, right. Even you're like, with relax, little, you're like who the yeah. fuck? Like, no, very few bands were like, this is fucking real serious. I would just like to make a comment. Uh, Please, like if we can pause on the the the. That would be my take, like the hardcore dudes being like, it's just corny, fucking pop punk band, and fucking fake metal, you know, whatever. Um, I would like to point out that I love the third act character change where Pat is, Patty is like the OG on all these tours. Yeah, it's weird. He'll he'll pull up next to you on the couch, like, you know, be like, here's what you got to do. Like, and he gives you like the (laughs) uncle advice. I love it. It's weird. It is weird. I love it. Because you're probably really not a, like you're probably you're probably older than a lot of these dudes, but like some of them, you're probably not that much older. But you're like, come here, man, come here, young blood, sit down. Uh, and you're like, giving him the giving them the like on my fourth tour in nineteen, you know, in two thousand one or whatever the fuck, whatever, you know. Uh, listen, I love the wanna, fact you, that you're like you they try and they come to you. Tom, you want to trip out? Uh, I t- talked to that fella uh, uh, Vinny from from uh, I am the Avalanche and uh, before that uh, the movie life. Right, sweetheart, sweetheart, uh, dude. Really, sweetheart of a dude. Also, my age. Uh, that that dude, right. That dude was, to my memory, playing in popular bands when I was a child. So was how, he? How? How fucking crazy? Yeah, obviously, but how fucking crazy is that? It blew my mind, honestly. Like, I, dude, he, movie life was like ninety. He's younger than he's younger than I thought for sure, or I'm older than I thought. One or the other, but. Um, I just, I was truly like, wow, isn't that like a mind fuck that, that this fella has been doing a thing like on, on kind of a visit, like, you know, whether we use high level or whatever it is, he's been from the rip. Yeah. From the rip. Uh, right. I mean, like imagine like your first band at 18 or whatever was like signed to, you know, had a record out, then signed to revelation in Oh one or whatever the fuck. And then, and and comparatively still good. I mean, Avalanche and Movie Life are both fucking great. Yeah, well, Movie Life I'd have to revisit. Uh, like, but my memory is my memory of it was, oh, that's a 
professional sounding band that you know what i'm saying like it's just uh, whatever they're what's popular now it's crazy to me hardcore kids playing pop punk that's exactly what they were the like the early on and avalanche is a little heavier a little slower Mm -hmm. um but both bands still fucking rip yeah whatever that dude that dude just accomplished more than me at a younger age I can really wrap my head. Yeah, around. I think I think oh, that's 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 what it sounds like. I mean, yeah. it's rare success, and for a dude who stayed in and around the music stuff that he was into then, now, yeah, which is cool. yeah, yeah, that's cool. All right, so I'm going to pivot it because you identified something, and this is where I was hoping we get to that I was not sure if we'd get to. Uh, you identified with the thrash peers. Tom really hit it with the hardcore peers. Is there room for a purist's sensibility in music, in hardcore? We'll say hardcore, but in music in 2023. Because uh, I, I, when I say in hardcore, it's because we're, we're on Axe to Grind, so we should talk about that specifically. I think it's fun. But I even think about it. Purists in music, all of a sudden, it's like, well, yeah, I like Greta Van Fleet, and it's like, that feels like reenactment Zeppelin, right? Like that might as well be the name of it, right? And like, there's very few purist acts in terms of music at this point. Hardcore's got a few. Oh yeah, but it's not even that. You know, I, I even think some of the stuff I think about some of the the best fast hardcore bands uh, are bringing in different elements. You see a lot of things on the peripherals, and these are the bands who are kind of moving the needle in terms of getting people out to shows and then you have bands magnitude is a good example that's fastball pitch 90s hardcore right mm-hmm. they're playing these shows so it's a mixed bill this is krista makes guitarist and vocalist for less than jake and host of krista makes a podcast a songwriting podcast where every week i'm joined by an amazing guest to break down the writing recording and release of one iconic song from their career In our giant, evergreen back catalog of episodes, we've had rock legends such as Dee Snyder and Huey Lewis, punk rock favorites like Mark Hoppus, Fat Mike, and Brett Gurowitz, and -and up-and-coming artists of today such as Liz Stokes of The Beths and Genesis Owusu. We've had guests from all genres and styles of music, and I guarantee that if you peruse our back catalog, you'll see several episodes that'll make you say, man, I gotta hear that. Whether you're a fan of music, or a creator of music yourself, you'll take away a whole new appreciation for the songs you know and love. Chris Makes a Podcast is available for free on all the places you could possibly listen to podcasts, and new episodes come out every Monday. If they play these shows, this is a that's a gateway in to that style. But you look at Drain, Drain's taking thrash metal cues, they're taking cues from heavier hardcore. Uh, obviously, they've got some fast parts. It's really kind of like a stew that, you know, if it isn't something wholly original, it does feel new and fresh in the same way that I would say Turnstile feels that way in a different way, right? Or or felt that way five years ago, seven years ago, whatever. Um, and so that's where I, I pose the question for both of you. Is there a place for the purist in hardcore? Uh, yeah, the internet where he's very bitter. Yeah, where he's yelling at people on a Facebook group. That's pretty much all the. I mean, like, if that's going to be your lane, you're going to. Life is going to be real long for you, buddy. I I mean, but let me play devil's advocate on this. 
I'm, you know, speaking to me off this microphone, there's, there's certain shit that I just can't, I can't make sense of sonically because I'm, I am a purist on certain types of hardcore. I, I kind of like it one way, or I believe that I'm too cynical about people trying it now. And I mean, I, I, I could get down with some of those fucking old cranks on fucking Facebook for sure. It, Let's it's, be realistic. I'm sorry. Hit me. No, hit me. My question is like, this stuff has already existed. Like, you know, people like the purists are like, we don't like this band, this band, and this band because they've gone beyond hardcore. Same shit happened, you know, like that was fucking born against and sick of it all. Oh, listen, yeah. Oh, mean, and, and even before that, right? That's before SSD. That. That's 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 Fugazi, right? Like it's it's uh, Husker right. Du. It's it's uh, you know, there's those bands were always like there was always someone that was going to be like, yeah, man, you know, like fuck these dudes for trying to get big or fuck, laughing you know, hyena. Like, you know what I mean? Right, like right. it's 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 it, it, people are ahistorical and suffer presentism with with everything in life, and this is. This is yes, of course. This is one of those instances we've talked a million times. It's, th- th- there's some incriminating, if you want to use that word, photos of the Chromex. You know, what I mean? <laughs> like oh, yeah. it's like yo, like a couple, two or three. So, so it's like you know, people, yeah, people have shot their shot at, at kind of a uh, you know, uh, oh, it would be cool. I, I I have a I have a wife now. It'd be cool to own a home someday. There's people that, you know, it's, uh, and, uh, it's not always about that. Sometimes it's honestly just like a 23 year old is saying, uh, you know, what'd be awesome is if I followed my ambitions to their logical limit and and I was able to make a living off of, yeah, or, or, or Tom, or or it was, or it was just, I wanted to say that I played this room. Yeah. You went as far as you could. Yeah, and I, I've I've and some people that. resent that. So there's 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 like a basement, you know. So I here's the fun. I texted Jeremy Baum the other day, and I said, "Do you think that some of these uh, uh, screamo kids low key hate you because you've had some some like measure of success doing the thing?" And he said, "Damn, I hope not." <laughs> he said, "I hope not." He said, "I, right, I try- They're the biggest. They're the most famous screamo band. I know, but what's funny, I was having this conversation with somebody and they stopped me and they went, but Touche is a hardcore band. And I said, I see, that's the rub. I said, that's actually part of the, that might be part of the problem is that if you are a dyed in the wool screamo kid who, even if you respect Jeremy yes. very much for, yes. for, yes. for kind of like what, cause he puts on for screamo in a non-ironic, for, non- for very, very earnest, but loving yes. and admiration way, you know? Yeah, but like, let's say that you, you're like a pure genre purist, which you do run into in that sort of basement screamo. Uh, maybe you look at Jeremy and you go, this is, this is fucking what happens next compared to, <laughs> compared yeah. to what I, what, what I do. You know what I mean? Like, so, uh, I don't know. He, he, I'm he, disappointed he, in you. Tell me what, ha- what that I brought up? What happens next? <laughs> no, no, no. The fact that you were in Detroit, Michigan, and me and Bob did not receive a picture of you hanging out with John Brandon. Yo, I missed I missed him by thirty minutes. Uh, oh, you didn't I, get to see them play? Nope. I arrived. Fuck. I arrived to. So we had a 
uh, recording, uh, you know, those like live sessions, like audio tree and shit like that. Yeah. Uh, we had one at Chicago music exchange, uh, that morning and we didn't, get, I didn't realize that you lose an hour going from Chicago to, Detroit. yeah, you go right, central right. to Eastern. Yeah. I didn't realize that. So, uh, I, we were like, it, it, it was, it was fucked. Cause I wanted to see, I, I had mixed feelings. This is a, uh, hard for me to say on air. I had mixed feelings about seeing Earth Crisis, although I heard from a great many people that it was a great set. They played the hits. It fucking went awesome. But I didn't know how it was going to go. I've, sure. said this before. I've said this before. Earth Crisis, superior hardcore band, middling metal band. No disrespect to the players in that band that are very capable metal players. I just like your hardcore material is it's for the ages. <laughs> you know what I mean? You don't run from it, but right. anyway, anyway, uh, but I wanted to, I, you know, mostly wanted to see them. And then also, uh, one negative approach was the big draw for me. Now, now never ending game. We got to talk about, cause Ooh. that's like, that's like, listen on the van ride to, uh, the show we played with them in Chicago. My bandmate said, have you heard the new material? I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, uh, I think I said, I honestly, you know, I think I like the early material better. Uh, but they said, but did you listen to it? And I said, what do you mean? And they put it on and they're like, okay, listen to this chorus. This is, this is pop punk. And I said, I, and I was shooting the bail. I thought I was being like, like hardcore guy. You know, I was like, oh no, I think that's like a blood for blood part. You know, like, I think yeah. that's like, uh, they're going for like, uh, you know, uh, and, uh, but I couldn't make sense of the, the mosh parts. The, so the new never ending game has a couple mosh parts that are very uh, modern mosh parts. Like, so if you look at never ending game and you, you, you put them in the context of uh, some of the harder Detroit stuff, and then you put them like you acknowledge that, okay, they're definitely taking cues from trapped under ice on a lot of this. And, and, sure. and but then they have on the new record, they have mosh parts that are like almost current, not metal core, but almost like, modern very modern and i said yeah but this part i uh you know i'll have to ask them and then when i asked them i'm like yo who are you guys ripping off and they're like chiodos <laughs> I, <laughs> I said what and they said listen man they said you might need to bleep that name Dave. no 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 i, I mean look, from michigan look I, I also they're not this is not to shame them chiodos because they don't yeah. they don't feel any shame you know what i mean no, like they, people like they, what they, they like yeah exactly they were like listen there is a ton of quote unquote that shit that we just grew up on and we love, you know what I mean? And it, and it's like, Let's yo, up to I, them. exactly. I asked them their age made perfect sense for their age. And it's like, yo on what? Uh, so these are dudes that like, <clears throat> I mean, if I fucking stripped them naked, somebody's probably got a coldest life tattoo somewhere on them. Right. But they also, they're not running from the fact that, yo, yo, we loved, we loved this small shit as kids and it made an impression. And, not wrong with that. No, that's. I thought it was. I thought it was actually like refreshing, refreshing well, to well, have that, somebody not lie to me. <laughs> no, <laughs> and, 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 only this, this, and all like the Thomas Bandrick. No, I like Chiodos. Like, right. like <laughs> and that's that's where we get to with the purest thing is that I don't think I think if someone were like somebody who likes heavier hardcore right now, uh, Never in a Game is certainly near the top of like 
hard, current hardcore bands doing the heavy thing and doing yep. it well, right? right? You know, I, I'm going to say this. They fucking break a room in half when they play. <laughs> so, yes. So I mean, Detroit must have been special. Oh, that oh. must have been really cool, actually. <laughs> every, but, every, everybody was sending me clips just being like, yeah, it's like if you thought Chicago was a fucking serious incident, look at this. <laughs> but I think for the purist, you got to understand, like pulling those external elements in is what makes music continue to be interesting. And what makes a genre, if you want to play genre games, play to win by pulling in from external. I think even Gel would tell you, if you listen to the new Gel record, there's a lot of influences on that thing that are not, you know, from the uh, <laughs> Discord, approved touch canon. and go, and, uh, and exclaim catalog, you know? But it's what makes the record really good and interesting. And I think you look at a lot of the stuff that Convulse does, a lot of stuff To Live a Lie does, a lot of stuff that these genres are pulling in, and it's those external things that are making it more interesting. So uh, I get it. And it just uh, it's interesting to see where it all pulls us as we keep moving forward because I think now more than ever, the purity of the like micro fiche genres of hardcore are disappearing. But the styles, the larger styles are kind of being more affirmed. Like, okay, there's heavier stuff and then there's fast stuff. And, you know, like, like the lines between power violence and fast hardcore and grind. And then you get to metal and all these things and thrash. You can start to classify things, but that's basically just for, for sorting as opposed to actual like faithfulness to a micro genre. So uh, shout out to that. I don't want to make this the topic because it's a hole that we could go down for a long time and we've discussed it uh, occasionally at some point, somebody's going to have to give nails their propers. You know what I mean? Like at some point, like, obviously an important band people people love them and people talked about them but people are not talking about it now how nails yes how nails really 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 dissolved some genres and the impact that it probably had on a lot of people making music right this second 100 uh, i, I want to hear about the ui i want to hear what you're okay all right, all right. um before you have to go uh, uh, okay, so first, let's give a shout out to to, uh, to Tied Down. Uh, here's a behind. This is not behind the scenes because everybody it was available for everybody to see. But I want to run this idea by you guys. Uh, it's called Tied Down Fest. Uh, Negative Approach played it. Uh, Negative Approach did not insist on headlining. Can we talk about the grace that th- is involved in that? And can we talk about how no names uh, we know people who would not have that wherewithal and, and self-assessment <laughs> and, and kind of uh, uh, humility uh, to, to say, yeah, you know what? Playing the hottest, the playing the hottest uh, uh, space on that bill is better than our name at the top. Right. And, but, but can we, uh, can you guys maybe not say it out loud, but can you think of a couple, um, who, (laughs) 
who would not you could you could picture this in your head right like i'm not saying anything crazy here there's there's people who just uh, older bands who who wouldn't have the sense and i just i know an older band that said we don't want to headline we want to play less but we don't want to headline yeah yeah i bet you do <laughs> mm. <laughs> um, um so but i think i mean and they also went on before never ending game yeah. Well. Okay. So okay. here's like an awesome, that. like fucking handing off, like that. Yes. Knowing, knowing the moment, knowing the room, respecting yes. the the people promoting it, that they know what's up. Right. Going on before That's GB, of course, that makes sense. Like they go, they know enough to be like, well, I remember this band, or they've played with them in, in festivals in New York, or like they know, but like to be like, hey, this band that's literally been around for four years, maybe yep. three years. Like it's been they create they were they started during the podcast, like. And to be like, no, we'll, like, and not be like, no, 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 no. We're main yep. support for GB or, you, or, you know, you can't use our name or <laughs> whatever. The uh, fuck, you know it, what I mean? I'm just going to say for me to have more ego than a band that I think is uh, like a, literally an all time. I think it's just a remarkable, like that speaks so highly to their character or, or, or maybe it doesn't. Maybe it speaks to the fact that they're just informed or as you said, Maybe they just trust Curtis. You know what I mean? Curtis does the fucking lot of Detroit shows. He knows what's up. And they just look at him and go, all right. <laughs> and on. also, I mean, if we're being honest, to really probably go, and this is guest work, but it's probably behind the curtain work. Like what they ask for to play a show. Like if you meet that, if they go, you're going on third to last, they go, all right. They're yeah, not asking yeah, yeah. That's for also a fucking possible. million dollars. Where they have to headline because it's like you're asking for so much That's money. True. Like I can't have you play four bands from the end and ask for more money than the headliner. They probably get a nice, you know, a nice check, but like yep. they're not asking for some astronomical amount of money. So if they're like third from the top, they're like, cool. And I'm watching the videos yeah. from them. Like I was always kind of worried because it's like the difference between them and the other bands playing are like night and day. And it's like they kind of killed it. I mean, we knew they would playing wise, but reaction wise, like whole crowd was watching them, huge reactions to songs. Like it was pretty sick. Yeah, I, I, I was just impressed because I, I, in my mind, I can picture bands that uh, wouldn't be, wouldn't have the sense. Um, so uh, missed the entire first day. Uh, I just got reports from everybody. Looked super, super fucking fun. Uh, yeah, pain of truth. Uh, by all accounts, uh, really put a hurt put a hurt on the room. Uh, Not a and, surprise. Uh, the Sunday I can speak to, it was just really truly excellent. And uh, this is an ass kissing. You know, I, I'm grateful for every show we get, uh, every festival we get. But I I, I don't necessarily get emotional. I knew. T- Look, the 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 bloom has never come off trapped under ice for the people I know, right? No. But but I don't know. I don't I I don't know everything, and I don't know how something like trapped under ice goes uh, on any given festival. <clears throat> I know it'll go well. <laughs> I just don't know how well it'll go. It was everything that you would want a trapped under I set to be and from the band playing well, being great on a stage, entertaining all that bullshit to the crowd being exactly who you want them to be at a trapped under I show, which is the type of, 
yeah, I'm punching you in the back of the head, but not very hard. This is fun. You, you right. know, like it's staying along and just, fucking- yes, yes. And it, it, uh, I was, uh, there was a couple of moments I couldn't get anywhere near it. I, t- and I kept getting kicked off the balcony, but I, I, uh, why'd you get kicked off the balcony? Because I, I wasn't about to like try to pull credentials on security. That was just like local people that, uh, you know, were like, Oh no, <laughs> you know what? That's a concern. But, uh, but it, it was, uh, I mean, it was just like to see them just get the response that they, in my view, obviously deserve. Uh, it just made me like weirdly, I got, I got like a little tingle, you know, uh, it was great. Well, Josh um, is your boy. Uh, that's another thing. It was, it's, uh, you know, he's been succeeding for a long time. Doesn't need the ego boost, but like, it's, it's nice to see a friend win. You know what I mean? And it's nice to see people appreciate what somebody does year years after the fucking fact, you know, like uh, things fall out of, I guess this is what I'm saying. I've seen a lot of things that I think have merit and are actually great. I've seen them fall out of favor just in six due months. To, yeah. Just due to time, like changing of, uh, you know, but what it spoke to me on was not only are these great songs, there's songs that still speak to people, which I think is a really interesting phenomenon that we should explore on a whole episode is what is mm. something that's really good, but has lost its connection with people. Um, and right. we do the inverse a lot. That's, that's yeah. really good that it's like, there's a reason why we're still talking about negative approach 40 years later. Right. Yeah, yeah exactly. But, uh, but there's I mean, some stuff that we'd all acknowledge is great. It just seems to have lost its, you know, its connection to people. I mean, there's a lot. There's a lot of '80s and a lot of '90s, 90s hardcore. hardcore. A lot. <laughs> there's a lot. I think a lot of '80s hardcore feels ancient to a lot of people. And then yeah. there is this. I mean, it's coming soon for 2000s. Like, I see that slipping off the radar a lot more than it did one day. But TUI feels like they feel like an entry. I mean, look. Here's the deal with Trapped Under Ice. One, they got tracks. Full stop. They've got good Full songs. set of tracks. Full yeah. set. No oh, dead. No dead spots. Hundred percent. Could write could play maybe have two sets of uh, a two set worthy discography of tracks. Uh between their even and the reunion record it's not, you know, it's funny to say reunion record at this point, it's like five years old or something. Um held up better than anyone acknowledged at the time when it came out. Uh it's classic, which sounds crazy to all three of us and many other people listening but it's classic by every definition of the term without feeling old yeah right and a lot of things that we identify as classic feel old now right and some stuff is just timeless and trapped under ice is fucking timeless right yeah right like uh, like okay here's a good example i like agnostic front victim in pain more than i like mad ball set it off however if a 19-year-old with the sentiment or with a 19-year-old leaving the Drain Drug Church show locally stops and goes, hey, I can pick between one of these two records. Which one should I choose? I'm probably saying check out this Madball record first. Right. Just the vibe, the recording. Sensibility. More, yeah, yeah. It might be it, to a 2023 listener or 2023 sensibility. 
I think they might find themselves there more, which is like, yo, I like victim in pain 10 times more than I like set it off. That's not to say I don't like set it off. Victim in pain is just one of the best classic punk hardcore records to me, period. Now, how much do you Oh, sorry. But I just don't see, I, I think what you said is right, Tom. There's, there's records that feel more timeless and records that don't. And I hate to say it, I don't know how timeless all the stuff we talk about from the 80s feels to a 20-year-old. Oh, sure. Sure. And I'm saying I that mean, full stop. I mean every classic. I love... Nobody needs to hear me talk about how much I love Negative Approach. Nobody needs to hear me talk about how much I love AF, Chromax, Minor Threat, all the stuff. Bad Brains. But I don't know how much it hits or clicks or connects to the average 20-year-old at a never ending game show at a drain show at a drug church show. Yeah. I don't know either, but I, but I will say this, the entire room was, was clicking with uh, uh trapped under ice last night and it was yeah. just it's fucking awesome. Yeah. I love um, it. Love it. Tom, you I, had something that I, that I, that I hit what you were going to say. No, no. I was just curious to think like what your thoughts were like how much, like, I, I mean, obviously to you, I, those records are fucking incredible and they were always an amazing band. But do you think their current projects have kept them in the zeitgeist where if they would have like gone away in 2009 or whenever it was mm, yeah. and just never did anything else, would they still have that pull? I just, I, I, I'm not even like, the, not even, I'm not even talking like turnstile runoff now sure. they're playing with Blink-182. I mean, like turnstile was hopping when TUI was still happening. Yep. And then and Angel, like, Dust. Angel Dust is doing so much that it's like, how many people, I would yeah. love to know there's no way of ever doing this, but like, how many of y'all that are going to see them now found them through Angel, Angel Dust, Dust or through Turnstile? Like, yeah, that's a great record. Turnstile. I'm curious though. You know what I mean? No, I think it's a great question. Um, my initial lean lean on that is to say, yeah, the proximity and also just to just to put it out there, it's close enough that you can still feel it, right? Like, oh, that's Justice, that's Angel Dust. He also was in this band, Trapped Under Ice. Oh, what are they like? Oh, my God. Holy shit. This is great. Oh, this is Turnstile. He used to be in this band, Trapped Under Ice. And, and you know, like, that proximity and staying close enough. Like, T.Y. broke up for a few years, kind of took a break, wanted to do different things, and then came back, and we, we give props to Gorilla Biscuits on how they, you know, have been an active band again since 2006. <laughs> um, right. uh, so chew on that almost 20 years of being an active band, um, but have managed it well and not like fallen pratfalls of touring too much or playing too many shows, et cetera. TUI deserves that respect too. You know what I mean? Whenever TUI announces a show, it's a, it's an event. It's a spectacle. It's a big deal. Yeah, it's a thing. Um, and uh, so, no, it's a fantastic question. I, I like the idea. Hit us up. Let us know what your exposure point, what was your your initiation to TUI? Um, and also, I just want to say, like, if you are under, this is some Robert Stack moment here. If you're under the age of 25, I want to know what's your, what is your feelings on hardcore from before you were born? Like, oh, yeah. do you connect to it? Do you love it? Do you enjoy it? Like, if you consider yourself a fan of what's going on right now, of the current wave of hardcore, and you really like it, how much do you look backwards at stuff? Do you at all? Um, because that stuff is fascinating to me. Because I don't know, I don't know if that's the experience right now. There's like so much. 
I think about this, and I think it might be true for you guys too. There's so much new hardcore new music that to stay current and like to to stay current like a 19, 20, 21, 22 year old version of yourself would, and then also have the bandwidth to look backwards to older stuff. Mm. Sounds pretty daunting. Sounds pretty daunting. Yeah, yeah. It's a full-time non-job, right? Like, you better be unemployed in the basement playing Nintendo uh, (laughs) to keep up with Hardcore 2023. Uh, It's a a wild thing. So uh, I'm going to leave you guys with this question really quick. What was the last critically important Hardcore 7-inch that you can remember? Oh. Critically important. Well, or, you know, and, and it doesn't need, you know, like, um, I say this because, shout out to the folks at uh, 185 Miles South. I think we, we know those guys. Uh, they did, did do album-specific episodes. I just saw they do a Floor Punch one on the Floor Punch 7, so that's really cool. Um, and that's like, what Pat, as somebody who's a non-Floor Punch fan, critically important record that people cite, right? Just as I would say, yeah, Earth Crisis... Firestorm, critically important 7-inch. Like, that's just one of these things, like the 7-inch that's important. What was the last critically important 7-inch that came out in hardcore or even surrounding it? Because right now in my head, I'm going, oh, you know what? The title fight 7-inch was a pretty big deal. Uh, That was 14 years ago. Hold on, hold on. I have people of a different age, one room away. I'm gonna, it's, I'm gonna. You're gonna. Why don't you step away and come back, and Tom and me yeah. will debate this. Tom, uh, so I'm throwing out that the title fight, last thing you forget, seven inch, was a critically important, yeah. hardcore, very record. important. But Tri- TUI stay cold was a, it was is critically important. You know, true. Um, I mean, well, yeah, both are like a decade. <laughs> I know, I know. Stay cold. Stay cold. Two thousand eight. Uh, I think last thing you forget is also I mean, two thousand. Put out seven inches anymore. So this is why I ask because that's a weird thing, right? Like think about how important the seven inch, the EP is. Um, I'm trying to think of it, especially like a new band drop something like Mind Force. They did. I think they did the demo. They had a split. Um. Excalibur is what popped it off to me. Excalibur is the start of the Mind Force era to me. That's like, right. but they had the future of Seven Inch. That's right. That's right. Which is good. Just my Excalibur was the next right, step up, right. next level up. So, um, and that's what, I mean. A lot of this stuff is. <clears throat> I mean, I think like TUI was like popping from the get go. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, uh, what's what's the turn? There was that turnstile Seven Inch. Yeah, uh, well, and I think nonstop feeling pop turns out off in a big way. Um, step to step rhythm, rhythm, their step to rhythm was before that, but I, I think nonstop feeling bumped them up in a big way, and then yeah. you know, and then it's like rev- revisionist history. Like, yep, was like I don't think I don't think people, big. Yep, but did it get big because? Right, did that was no, that no, no, no. That, that record, that's a record that made them. That's the one. Like okay, okay. those are the songs that still go. That's like, uh, like symmetry and yeah, 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 yeah. That's oh, the one. Like, like those are. <laughs> if you like five title fight songs, you like one of those songs in your top five, no question. Got Probably it. two. Um, I I think it's potentially a lost art, which is really interesting. 
and the new band, new seven inch or new like so TUI's demo was hot, exploded. Stakehold was very good. Arguably TUI demo uh, was more noteworthy. But I think the last like cool or important seven inch that came out, I can't even think of it. And that's a right, funny most of the times now seven inches are old are old like you know demos being pressed on demo being pressed or like a promo like like oh we're doing a single you know kind of thing what do you got pk this is a fascinating set of answers here is because it was the most biased fucking room i've ever been in my life (laughs) yeah 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 If, if if you if someone says gulch we're hanging up the phone okay so gulch was one of the answers yeah, uh, okay. and, yeah, yeah. But, dude, we get it. Hometown love, guys. But but that but then but I think Gulch did that ten inch that became right. the, the real thing. So, that's that's so, the thing. So that's what that became the debate. With was wait, was that a that wasn't a seven inch, right? That was a one sided twelve. I, I yeah. look the, the seven inch pivot to now being a one sided twelve inch is a thing that we should acknowledge. Maybe one those- si- well, or or it's, yeah, right, or or sh- shorter twelve inch EP. Could yep. the one step closer twelve inch the first uh, one step closer record fit on a seven inch? Maybe not quite, but right. it's close. And if it was, that would be like a, okay, that this is just a notable. Okay, you want to hear the other biases? Fuck answer. The, Let's the, hear this, it. this really shows you like how we we are truly all kind of in our own spaces with this stuff, right? Mm. Uh, the magnitude dudes all feel that the Eco Strike seven inch is was a game changer. <sighs> Um, there, there are younger folks who would say that actually. Yeah. Okay. That actually makes sense. But, Interesting one. But when, but they were like, you know, the first, an- those were not the first answers, by the way. The first answers were like ice grills. You know what I mean? But I said, guys, that was like 2004. Almost- <laughs> yeah, it was almost 20 years ago. <laughs> you know I mean? Yeah. So- you guys were six when that came out. Just give us a new one. Yeah. Uh, but, <laughs> but, Tom, but, that's but, literal. It- like, yes, that's exactly how old they were. Fuck. I was a guess, but, but it's probably not too far. Not off too the, far. Yeah. But here's the thing: everybody acknowledged. Oh, but you know, it's hard to answer because seven inches have kind of fallen off, and and that's true. That's exactly what we said. Yeah, yeah that's interesting. Yeah, as its own like thing. Like Bob was saying, like one of the things that came to me, like Converge during that last LP, they put out a, a two song seven inch. Um, with, like the single was um, I'll uh, I'll show I'll tell you what it means about I'll tell you about pain or what the fuck it's called and the other yeah, yeah. other side had a song called Eve which was not on anything that was one of the best sandwiches I had gotten in a long time but like that was just like an offshoot of an LP like right like where's the burn seven inch yeah. in, yeah, of twenty twenty two well that, you know what I mean? that there's my question where's the inside out seven inch where is yeah. I mean where's the Earth Crisis Fireball from seven one inch? that that's the only thing they had. Yeah, and it wasn't an offshoot of a demo or like a single for an LP coming out. Or it was like, hey, there was a demo, but no one really cared. But here's the seven inch. Holy shit! You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like TUI was a fun one because Stakehold was very good, notable. But the demos may be better. Um, uh, and I could go either way. You know, um, that's what I said. I said Stakehold deserves a spot in the conversation. Um, but yeah, no, it's a it's a fun one. So again, that's another one I want to hear because it's this weird. Like these weird little mile markers of of change that go by without you noticing, per se. You know what I mean? Like it's just, oh, that's right. There hasn't been a, like whether it hits you or not. And and this is why I want it to kind of, like, for example, Pat, Tom, you went, the first Tiger's Jaw 7-inch was a thing. That 7-inch came out and people were like, oh, what's, who's this band? This is interesting. You know, um, kind of like perk your ears up type things 
Uh, so that's kind of what I want to uh, hear about. I'm, I'm thinking about it. Like, like for, for example, Regional Justice Center, the record that got my attention was a 12-inch, you know? Um, a lot of that kind of stuff is there. So, uh, right. yeah. And the prices have become so prohibitive to make them. That's right. That's right. That people just go, we're just going to make it on a 12-inch. Make it on a 12-inch, charge more. People don't mind. They get they get the idea what this is. But I wonder about that in terms of entry point to music, quality, like conciseness, just putting – I mean, Pat, you probably are a good advocate for this because you used to be in a band self-defense family. Uh, uh, did, did a lot of EPs. <laughs> Uh, l- l- label label got back to me. We're 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 moving ahead with the new song. Still, still band. Oh, okay. Right. Um, but you did a lot of singles. Yes. Many of which I find to be very strong work, uh, both end of year and self defense family. And I think you could advocate like, yo, it's very satisfying to release one, two, three banger songs that are awesome. And sometimes an easier task than putting together a, a full length of good material, but that has some hits. Whereas, like, yo, I was thinking about it as I was listening to, like, um, my introduction to the Smiths was Louder Than Bombs. I think that's the singles collection, kind of, you know? And, right. and it's, just, it's just all hits. And the Smiths albums are also awesome almost 90% hits very good but then they have some oh you know I don't you know I don't know if I need this one I don't know if I need this one but I think about that with many bands and hardcore and punk especially where man I miss the killer single I miss the three songs that are it's like holy shit all three of these songs are great can't wait for what they come with next like Tom do you cut anything off the burn seven inch no right no but I mean if that was another six songs on an album Oh, it, be, although they probably, you know what though, the last great C was around that same time, and if they was, if that was like, if it was a seven song, twelve inch, yeah, it would be pretty perfect. There's, pretty it's perfect. few, few and far between. You know what I mean? Like that's that's the thing. Like, a uh, few bands have nailed the perfect seven inch and then a perfect twelve inch. You know, pretty so, fucking difficult to do. Yeah, it's pretty difficult. So, uh, questions for the audience: One, if you're under the age of twenty five, tell us about hardcore from before you're born. Do you care at all? Two. What's the last important seven inch? Is there one? <laughs> We're looking at it. If you can beat 2010, if you can yeah. think of something since 2010, you're currently on the right. board. Uh, and three, go see this strange drug church, uh, MS Paint, Magnitude, Gel, Terrana, Combust, et cetera, et cetera, Tour, Gum. It's coming near you. It looks awesome. Enjoy. <laughs>